Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Odyssey Sports presents Big Time Baseball. 94 WIP. This is the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, 215-592-9494 gets you bored. We'll get back to everyone's phone calls. Another huge food coming up in just a few minutes. Your chance to win an Eagles Kelly green jersey. Well, green is the color of the day. Red was the color of the month last October. We're hoping to get back there again, but it might take some big work from Dave Dabrowski between now and the deadline tomorrow at 6 p.m. Joining us right now, Odyssey MLB insider John Heyman, to talk about that and what the Phillies might do. John, how you doing? I'm sure uh, pretty busy right now. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Try, John, we're trying to figure out what's going on with our Phillies. Man, What, from your purview, what do you see what's going on with this team right now? Well, all I hear is they want a right-handed bat, a back-end starter, and relief. Um, you know, I mean, Dave Dombrowski is a deal-maker, so I expect him to do something. Those don't seem like uh, major deals. I think they just think their team has underperformed to some degree, and they'll be better. And, uh, you know, they'll be able to beat out uh, the Arizonas, the San Franciscos, and the Miamis and get that wild card. John, what, what is the caliber of right-handed bat? I'm assuming left field is where the Phillies are looking right now that is out there. We know Gritchick just went to the Angels last night. What, what kind of names are floating out there? I know you've reported on the Mets guys that could be available here. Yeah, I mean, there are the, the position market is really terrible. There really aren't the list of guys who seem to be out there available is mostly starting pitchers right now. There aren't a ton of position players. I mean, Bellinger was the best one we thought would be traded. Doesn't appear that he's going to be traded. He's also left-handed. Uh, not a ton of right-handed bats. I guess you could look at the Cardinals who are sellers. They've got Tyler O'Neill. They've got Dylan Carlson, who's a switch hitter. You know, they've got a few potential guys, but not a ton. I mean, Seattle, she's open to stuff. Would T. Oscar Hernandez be traded? I'm not sure. You know, we really have not heard a lot of good names out there on the position front at all. I mean, Heimer Candelario is going to get traded from the Nats, but uh, not sure that he would be a fit with Philly. Um I think it would be an outfielder, right? So, uh, I mean, St. Louis on the surface would look like the best bet. When I look, when I look at this and, and look at how the Phillies could potentially upgrade this team, what do you think it's going to cost? Because if, it seems to me like if, if a team know that you're trying to upgrade, they're going to try to fleece you as much as they possibly can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, teams don't like to give up prospects. Dombrowski's been better about that over his career than most. He has given up prospects, but – you know, if you're looking for a fifth starter or a, even a fourth starter or bullpen or the righty bats that I mentioned, you really shouldn't have to give up your top prospects, uh, you know. So I, I'm not really expecting anything huge from Philly. Like I said, I think that their team, obviously they had a World Series team from last year um, that really performed well in the second half. And obviously Harper's back now. And, uh, 
you know, I think they feel like they should be better than what they are and certainly better than Miami and Cincinnati and San Francisco and all those teams that seem to be outperforming this year. John, are the Mets about to move Verlander? Is that next? Scherzer uh, went over the weekend to Texas. Is Verlander the next big name that we could see move before 6 o'clock tomorrow? I would think so. I think that the uh, vesting option for 2025 for $35 million is a complication because you're not really sure how to value it, but I think they'll need to figure that out. Um, you know, there are teams interested. He has pitched better than Scherzer. Obviously, Texas liked Scherzer for whatever reason. Uh, Verlander's got a 1-4 something array over his last six starts, and he seems willing to accept trades just like Scherzer did. I think it's kind of been made clear to them, and if you read between the line and the quotes in the paper, they're not likely going to sign big free agents over the winter. You know, obviously their team isn't very good right now, and it's getting worse by the day. So, uh, you know, my understanding from talking to people in the clubhouse is that, and his own quotes, Verlander is open to accepting a team that's trying to win in the short term. John, are, are we going to see a different deadline? I mean, we started last year with the extra playoff team. Obviously, it's extended to now. Are, are these deadlines about to change? Because it, it feels like there's less teams that are absolutely no doubt about out of it. I mean, John, I'm, I'm counting them now. It's maybe 10, 11 teams that are more than five back of a playoff spot, which means, you know, 20-ish teams still think they've got a shot. Could we see a, a deadline where teams that are in it sell? I'm thinking Adam Duvall and the Red Sox. They're in it. Maybe they would sell Duvall to the Phillies. Could we see that kind of deadline where teams that are in the race actually do sell players and then kind of do things a little differently? Yeah, I mean, there are teams willing to do a little of both if they're in the middle. And, you know, I mean, this is basically where the big deadline has been for a long time. We used to have a deadline on September 1st. It gave some teams a little more chance, but then you have to get some guys through waivers and there usually weren't big trades done in that second deadline. Verlander was moved in the second deadline in Houston. Obviously, that ended up being a big move. But uh, for whatever reason, they've made it one deadline. And I don't know if you think this is early. I mean, normally a team should know how good they are after 105 games or so. But, you know, I mean, there are obviously a lot of teams that have been kind of going back and forth, right? I mean, San Diego looked like it might sell. They certainly were considering it. Now they don't look like they will. Cubs looked like an almost certain seller five days ago. Now they don't. And it's all based on a few games here or there. And it is a little bit odd that we don't usually count small sample size. That's that important. But right now, that that's the way it is. But, I mean, personally, I think 100 games, you should have some idea whether you're a World Series contender or not. When you talk about uh, contenders, do you think the Cincinnati Reds, do you think they're for real? <laughs> well, they're for real to win that division. Now, that's not a great division. I mean, are they, are they a World Series contender? I, not as things stand. They, they need to get some more innings in that rotation. Right now, uh, they're counting on you know, some young guys coming back uh, for the rotation. But uh, difficult to win in this day and age with a lot of young pitchers. I do love their nucleus, their position player nucleus. They look like they're going to be really good going forward, but uh, for real, uh, they're certainly a contender for a playoff spot. Uh, if they don't do anything uh, for, for the World Series, no, I don't think they're a contender. We're talking Odyssey MLB insider John Heyman, MLB trade deadline tomorrow at 6 o'clock. John, when you talk to people around baseball, what is the reaction? What is What, what do people think's going on here with Trey Turner in Philadelphia? It's uh, It's been really disappointing. He's been one of their worst hitters this season, and we know how great of a career he had. He got $300 million this offseason. 
Uh, it just hasn't hit here yet. What, what have you heard? What are people saying when you talk about Trey Turner? Well, I think it's, you know, the pressure of the uh, new contract and coming to a, you know, a, you know, a tough town. He wanted to come, to, come east. He didn't want to be on the West Coast. And, you know, he turned down extra money to come to Philadelphia, which was a really good spot for him. He'd been in the division with the Nats. Um, you know, I've been there to the games. The fans have been pretty nice to him considering. So I, I don't know, you know, if it's something that he's imagining, you know, obviously Philly's got that reputation for being very tough, but I think it's just generally the big contract. I mean, we saw that with Castellanos last year, right? I mean, he wasn't very good for considering he had signed a hundred million dollar deal. I know that was only one third of what uh, Turner got, but he's obviously a very good hitter and he's showing that this year. Um, I think Turner will be fine after this year. You see that a lot. I see that in New York where a guy comes and he's not that great at the beginning. I mean, A-Rod, but he only had 36 home runs his first year, something like that. So he wasn't really uh, himself. Uh, Giambi, same thing, wasn't really his best right at the beginning. Uh, I think it's typical of guys who sign that big contract, go somewhere new and want to show that they are worth that contract. So I, I think he'll be fine going forward. John, let's end with this. The last week, uh, the report came out that the Angels are taking Otani off the market. They're not going to move him. They're going for it. They trade for Giolito. They trade for Crone and Gritchick. They're trying to make the playoffs. Uh, as time goes on, do you think we'll look back as it was a mistake by the Angels that they should have sold the best player ever um, before free agency, or do you think this was the right move? Well, I guess it depends on whether he resigns because that is their goal, to keep him long-term. More than to make the playoffs for the first time since 2014, it's pretty clear that what they want to do is keep Otani. And as Mike Trout told me in spring training, we want to make the playoffs to give ourselves a chance to keep Otani. And that really is the whole ball of wax, you know. And I know a lot of people think that they have no chance, particularly if they don't make the playoffs, which right now is probably around 50-50 at best. Um, I'm not so sure. Artie Moreno, the owner there, has signed Mike Trout twice, once to a record deal. He signed Hamilton. He signed Pujols. Wilson, Rendon, obviously that didn't work out, but he collects stars and he's going to do everything in his power to sign Otani however he can. And so I think they've got a chance, even though they have not been a consistent playoff team, even when even if they get in there this year. The one thing I'd wonder about, though, is would they trade Trout to try to make room? Because you sign Otani, that's going to be huge bucks, send them way over the threshold, which – this is the first year they're even over at all. And I think to sign Otani, you probably have to show that you're going to be a contender going forward and signing other players, and it's going to be expensive. I'm just wondering if they would consider trading Trout. He obviously has no trade uh, powers and, you know, probably would only accept going to Philly or New York. But, uh, you know, I think everything's on the table for this because I do think that their whole goal is to keep Otani and – Unlike others, I'll give them a little bit of a chance to do that. It will be fascinating. And you just uh, got everyone's ears to perk up and fill it up when you said the Trout's name. John, we always appreciate hopping on. We know you're busy up until 6 tomorrow, so uh, we'll be following and reading. Thank you so much for, for joining the show today, John. All right, Joe. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. John Heyman, Odyssey MLB insider there. 